This is Amber. And I'm Emily. Welcome to our podcast, The Bella Femme Podcast. The Bella Femme Podcast. Spell it. You don't want to look like you're acting a fool. Like, wait a second. <laughs> Put your shit together. Comparison truly is the thief of joy. How do we do that? We're going to make the path a little less bumpy for you. I'm processing. So I don't know what changed um, in my journey for friendship. Let's put away the shame. Like everything good, you just have to jump in. Okay. Buckle up, ladies. How would you describe your style? Yeah, how, what's Without your, using... What's your word? You know? um, I think I jump around a lot. I want to say I have more of a European style. Um, like white button-down tops, jeans. That's my typical go-to. Um, I think more classic style is what I've been told, but I'm just taking descriptions that people have given me, not necessarily something I've made for myself. Yeah. Hmm. Do you ever see clothes on a mannequin or online or in the wild somehow that don't quite embody your style or your preference of coverage, but you know, you kind of turn it around and make it yours. Like you, you like something about it, some element about the outfit. What's your process like translating your inspiration into something that you would step out of the house and with the clothes that you have in your closet? Or do you like, do you like to go shopping and get lots of, we were at a party, we were at the (laughs) Bella Femme party and you said something awesome that I remember. What did I say? Or maybe your mom did. Um, where it was a comment about how quickly you rotate clothes out of your closet. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty ruthless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So what's your system like? Well, if I purchase one top, say, I have to get rid of two in its place. So That's it's crazy. just trying to keep myself from not being buried underneath clothing. Um, because even though I'm like kind of bouncing around inside my head and like not being able to focus or having so many thoughts at once, but projecting a calm. I think I need my environment to also be calm. So my room has to be neat and put together in order to like calm my mind a bit and getting rid of stuff kind of relieves that stress. Like I find it fun, but also working in a clothing store you see so many and you walk around carrying so many, you're just overwhelmed and you're like, I don't want to see clothes anymore. I'm getting rid of them all. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I mean, yes. I, I, yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. I seriously, I say to myself in my head, I never actually, do, well, okay. I have done it before, but I'm like, I would rather throw my clothes away than do laundry because I don't want I'm to touch clothes. When I go home at the end of the day, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, it's kind of like if I you were a cleaning clothes. lady, yeah, you probably have a messy You don't want to go home and clean. Probably, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a nanny, your children are probably neglected. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> but no, like, I think that's, I think there is definitely some truth to that because like, you know, you have a calm, you have a very calm demeanor. I have a very energetic scattered demeanor and my house looks like a tornado went through it. I mean, my house is just constantly, there's piles and messes everywhere. And I, I'm okay with that because my soul is messy. (laughs) So your soul is calm and you need the calmness. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow. If, if if your environment is a direct reflection upon what your brain is like, (laughs) 
This is why I don't like people in my house. I mean, I guess that's, <laughs> that kind of separates from me, at least. I was saying my brain, like, I'm very extroverted internally, I'd say, just within myself, not with anyone else. But then I project more introverted qualities outside. So I don't know if that means that I have to always have a clean space. I, I don't think my clean space projects my clean, like, I mean, my mind is kind of messy. And, like, I'm extroverted inside, but my room is very clean. So I don't think that lines up with me. Well, it definitely does me. <laughs> what are your thoughts on minimalism? Because if we've listened to the style set of episodes, Amber has feelings on minimalism. And I feel... I like the <laughs> practice. The- well, here's the thing. Let's just back up like two minutes to what she just said. If she brings a shirt in, she's getting rid of two. It's a simple math problem. Eventually, Lily, you're going to have to walk around naked because you've gotten rid of everything. So because the last you had one day, well, you had two shirts in your closet. You bring home I one and now you just of, have one shirt. I have a set of hangers and I can't go more than the hangers. I have. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, that is a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Do yeah. they match? Inquiring minds need to know. They do. They're <gasps> all white from Ikea. Oh, that's spectacular. My hangers all match. Am I the only scatterbrained son of a gun that has crazy Do you mismatch? have wire hangers, Emily? I do not have okay, wire good. hangers. Those things. Oh. But I have just a smorgasbord of... The plastic ones. Plastic hangers. I recently colors. had to restock my hangers because they we break. just... They break and... I, I buy clothes a lot. So, <laughs> so I had to restock and I got some good ones from... Um, our local Blue Ridge hospice. And it was just a little bundle. I think it was like maybe 10 hangers for like a dollar. And then it's all, they're all crazy. They're all crazy. I want to be the type of woman that has matching hangers. I have matching hangers. And I'm not the type of woman who should. (laughs) (laughs) See, it doesn't always match up. (laughs) It's true. So there are, what we're worrying is there are no hard, fast rules here. You know, if you're extroverted, if you're introverted, if you're outspoken, if you're reserved, if you're modest, if you're flamboyant, there are no hard rules. You just are what you are. And I do, because I know you personally, Lily, but those listening to the podcast do not. So I think, I think one thing about you, but you have alluded a few times that it's not true, but I think that your strong basis in faith has a lot to do with your reserved lifestyle. And you say, no, that's not true. I think a lot of it has to do with like growing up, going to church. I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't, but I think a lot of the strict rules that I give myself, yes, they are things that Um, the Bible talks about, but they're nothing that's, it's nothing has been pushed on me. None of the topics that, um, I guess most people would perceive as harsh aren't necessarily things that I have been told I have to follow or even discussed within the church. They're just kind of rules that I gave myself. 
You have rules. I do. I have new rules to myself. I'm like, hey, whatever. No rules. Just right. Whatever. So, G, when I imagine you have read the Bible in its entirety. Yeah. Yeah. And are there parts of it that you have come across that, well, clearly that you are adopting as part of your daily Mm -hmm. living? Are there parts that you're like, (laughs) that one's not for me? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I also am realistic in the sense while reading it that it is not written with the intent for well not intent it's intended intended for every society no matter what stage of life it is but it was written a long time ago so there's going to be dips it was written by (laughs) (laughs) yes it was who don't know how to be a girl (laughs) (laughs) it was written before social media (laughs) it was yeah yeah so i mean you have to take what they say loosely. But also, I think there's a lot of things within the Bible that people that don't believe in the Bible want to ignore. For example, a lot of people that don't believe in the Christian faith or want to use it as Christians view themselves higher as people, they're like, oh, well, the Bible says um, women submit to men. But it's like, read the verse after that, because there's a whole list of rules where the husband has to do all these things for the wife, but no one wants to talk about it. They're like, oh, but it said that men are in charge. Yes, but it also said all these things that they have to do to make their women happy. They have to do the dishes. Yeah. Does it say that? No. It should. I Okay. I've read, I've read parts of the Bible. <laughs> you guys, there is a hilarious story that I have to share. This one time, I was... <laughs> this one time at Bible class, I was sitting and it was like a teenage class that my dad was was teaching and he was reading. And I don't even know what verse it is now. I don't know what chapter or whatever. But the the thrust of it was like, uh, women beware, don't braid your hair and wear pearls because that's like basically the sign of a hussy. I was sitting in that class with a literal braid down the side of my hair and a chonky pearl necklace. Like, you know, when like the Uh bedazzled like collar necklaces were just like so popular. I had one that was like braided with pearls and it was so pretty. And I made eye contact with my dad who had just read that verse. And I like snickered a little bit. And he was just like, don't make a scene. Don't make a scene. Like, let me get through this. But I had, like, definitely a weird, to your point of, like, there's parts that are from, like, a society that doesn't reflect modern society. And it's hilarious when you overlay it completely. I think I think in, in modern fashion, at least, pearls are considered to be very conservative. Mm-hmm. And so the Bible is telling you it's a hussy thing. The, oh, the time, I think the time period it was written. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely, like, times have changed. And I don't want to say the Bible hasn't kept up. Like, the Bible's just not cool anymore. But, but no, there are, there are plenty of things in the Bible that are, you know, different. It's a different context. How do you, how do you... As as a woman in today's world, remain modest when the world does not seem to be modest right now. Um, well, I do feel the pressure of doing all the other things most people in their early 20s 
do, you know, like showing off certain parts of their skin or dating around, but I think I just ignore the pressure. You ignore the pressure. Do you, ignore the pressure. Do you feel like, because I ask you a lot of questions <laughs> just do. because, and not, not that I'm like, <laughs> you're just curious. I am curious. I am very curious because it's so far removed from how yeah. I grew up. And I absolutely 100% respect how you live your life. I think it's amazing. I really do. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I look at, I look at you, Lily, and I'm like, this girl knows who she is. Nobody is peer pressuring her into anything. She is, she, you are calm, you are, you are calm, you are confident, mm-hmm. you are secure in who you are. And First off, wow, that's admirable. And secondly, like then that makes me reflect upon myself and go, well, gosh, do I just submit to peer pressure too much? Because she's probably getting the same pressures I am, but it just rolls off her. And does it roll off me? I don't know. So I think when you are close, you know, and have a good, strong friendship with somebody who has the strong moral compass that you do, that I, in plenty of areas of my life, lack. Mm. Let's be honest. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I could shape up. But, like, in, in, on paper, you and I should not be friends. But you're friends with me, and you don't change who you are when you're around me. No, I do find it interesting when you started off saying... Um, you perceived everyone as having the same lifestyle as you when you were growing up. Yeah. I never thought that way. You never thought that? No. I mean, from that perspective, yes, I grew up around people who were from Christian families. I went to church. I had church friends, but I also experienced a bunch of other relationships and friendships um, in my life as well. Like, not everyone I'm friends with is like following the same beliefs I am. Most of them aren't. I mean, you think about truly the changes that society has gone through within the last 30 years, 20 years with the onset of the internet and social media and things that have become, you know, common terms and ways of life that could have never even been thought of 30 years ago. And now they're just like, well, that's just what you do. You know, that's that's just life now. And it doesn't mean you're modest or immodest. It just means you're, I don't know, participating in current society. But the underlying intention is still hopefully good, good people based. And you're not being a wretched human. Lily. You're a good human. Thank you. So are you. <laughs> I do find what I was saying about, you know, like I try to like kind of tone down my energy level to match yours. I also, and it's, this is going to sound so cheesy and you're not going to be able to walk out of this room because it's going to inflate your head, but you make me be a better person. Huh. You, you really do. You have taught me in the three years that you have worked with me to that it's okay to keep some things to myself that it's that it's okay to observe and not always participate and that slow and steady wins the race because you are steady you are even keel 
And you are adored in my store. Everyone that comes in just loves her. They're like, where's that little tiny girl? And I'm like, Lily, she's off at school. Oh, I miss her. When's she coming back? I mean, I hear it all the time when you're gone. I hear it all the time. Just like you probably hear people come in. Where's Amber? Where's Amber? Why are you here? (laughs) Well, when you're not there, it's where's Lily? (laughs) So no, but you, you have made me honestly, definitely appreciate a slower approach to life. A, um, a kinder, gentler way of treating people, making me be more conscientious of different ways of being a good person. That's what I've extracted from my relationship with you. Oh, as sweet as that is. I, I think everyone you hang out with should make you a better person. I think if you're hanging out with someone who encourages you to do things that you're not comfortable with or quote unquote makes you a bad person, yeah, they're then they're not the people. people for you. But I also, I also do like, I like my friends when they push me outside my comfort zone a little bit, you know? Well, in a way, in a way. quieting your mind is putting you outside of your that comfort zone. That is outside zone. of my comfort zone. Quieting. Quieting my behavior. <laughs> or yeah, behavior, not so, mind, because your mind is... right. My mind is uh, <laughs> Emily insert sound of tumbleweeds. Oh, I got it from the first episode. No, the episode because, on menopause because you're like, why? I dry nether, yeah. <laughs> I remember. No, do remember. I remember. You sure. <laughs> but okay, so here we are. Emily is still here. I think she has to run out soon. But um, um, we are three women sitting in a room. And we are all pretty darn different. And yet we're all really good friends. So I guess my big takeaway from today is that of those two quotes that I started the podcast with, I guess I'm going to have to say the opposites attract one is more accurate. Because y'all are different from me (laughs) and y'all accept me for the crazy crazy that I am. And so thank you. Thanks, Lily. You're welcome. I don't need to wrap it up now. If you have anything else you want to say, what do you, what, what? Do you want to say anything else? I just want to say that I am very honored to be on this little podcast. Um, um, I've enjoyed working with you so much. I think you've definitely oh. gotten me out of my shell. Like I said before, sometimes I can say things that shock you. She said a word today. I'm not, I'm not going to repeat it because her mother might be listening. (laughs) That I couldn't say for two years. She couldn't say it for two years. And she said the word to just to shock me. And it did. I didn't like it though. Can I I say it? Oh, I don't want to be embarrassed. Okay. We talk about Lily's mom. If you're listening, plug your ears right now. (laughs) I don't know if I can now no, you're embarrassed. I know. I've now I'm off like, on you. And now I'm it's like, it's not important. I'm like Lily's. It's not important. I just said a word to make she Amber said laugh a word and smile. To make me laugh and smile, and I and I did because it was so out of character for Lily. It wasn't even a bad word. Well, that's another thing about being quiet. When you say things, you shock people more. <laughs> and when you speak, I listen because I'm like, whoa, she's saying something. It must be important, <laughs> even when it's not. Even when it's not. <laughs> So anyway, Lily, this is the last week of work for me. I'm going to miss you when you go back to school. I'm going to try to have a little piece of Lily in my empty head 
(laughs) (laughs) So that I will continue to be a good person when you're gone. Well, you are a good person. Yeah, you make me better. (laughs) We good? I'm good. We're good. (laughs) I don't know. So anyway, let's conclude this podcast by saying. Oh, I have rapid fire. Oh, you have rapid fire. I have rapid fire. Okay. It doesn't have to be rapid nor fire. We'll go back to concluding. Okay. Okay. What's your perfect power outfit? Um, Well, recently I got a hot pink dress that's like maxi. It is a V-neck, but it's not like a deep V. So I think. My mind is just going to Barbie movies. I was just going to say, you're going to wear this to the Barbie premiere, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. But also once I did wear um, pink, like flowy dress pants to work and a white ruffly top. I remember that. So many compliments on that. I'm not saying I have to wear things because I get compliments on them, but it gives you confidence when people compliment you. So I love it. What are you watching or listening to right now? Um, Oh, I've listened to the podcast a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, I'm watching Golden Girls. Somebody else is watching Golden Girls right now, too. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm also watching Law & Order, so you need the balance of something intense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do you want to be when you grow up? That's a great question. I don't want to grow up, but I was hoping you would say that. I really was. I mean, I answered that that exact answer in my head. I don't think the job I want really has a title. I just know I want to travel. I love it. If you could write an email to your younger self, what would the subject line be? Um, I mean, confidence is something I do struggle with. So maybe telling my younger self to be a bit more social and like I don't know just speak more um I don't really know um I guess you always want to give your younger self like a hug and be like you're gonna grow up and it's gonna be so great and everything's gonna work out the way it's supposed to but I don't think my younger self was really worried about the future too much she was very focused on the present and I think that's something we have to remember about our younger selves is like they they didn't care about what's going to happen the next day they knew someone was going to take care of them and just knowing that I don't know just telling myself to be a bit more extroverted (laughs) a bit more social I love that I'm sure if I had time to think of something I could be very Jane Austen poetic or Emily Bronte or whatever this is this see this is why we do rapid fire (laughs) you don't have time to think it's just like I think <laughs> what came out was beautiful yeah. and and wise and it was okay. Lily's a smart cookie. Yeah, I know. So here's my conclusion about Lily. Okay, okay. okay. I'm conclu- Amber's going to tell Lily her conclusion. I'm going to conclude this podcast about Lily. <laughs> First off, love the girl to pieces. Absolutely do. Cannot imagine how my life would be without her, and I'm so Aww. glad I know her. And have been blessed with you in my life for at least the last three years. <laughs> and watch out for those quiet ones. They have a power in them. And <laughs> when they insert themselves into your life, it's for a reason. And it's a blessing. <laughs> so sweet. She be little, but she be fierce. <laughs> Was that she, supposed to be an accent? 
Sorry, that was rude. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 